0: When you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's a N G I.com.
1: Photos by Jurassic.
2: No, oh. Wait, Wait, no idea. That what sounds any? familiar. No, that sounds yeah, yeah. familiar to me. Yeah. I'm out of I'm kind of out of it. He,
1: he knows everything. I just get the scoop from him.
2: Really? Oh yeah. Oh man. I can like only imagine everyone, everyone's fucking each other. Pretty much. Everyone's no. super horny.
3: You know what it reminds me of? Uh, also, just so you know, because it's your first time, we already are recording. Yeah, we are recording. This is kind we of did. how we start a podcast. Yeah. There's no real funnel. Um, <laughs> everyone's I remember, fucking in CrossFit. Everyone's <laughs> fucking everyone. People talk, about, this one. people talk about during the Olympics. Oh, yeah. And they say that's like, I can't I, I want to say maybe I talked to like Fraser about it because he obviously was on the Olympic weightlifting team. But like when they go and they're all in the Olympic training center, they're just, they're just... They're a fucking huge in the ev-
2: training center. Yep. I mean, they're
3: like they're, they're just they're getting living their, there. They're, like, in the training center. See, I, like, thought, w-
2: I felt like, like, when you're going to perform, like, you got to keep it all, like, bundled up. Like, you want that, like, pressure. Right? <laughs> no?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a Maybe I they're saying. all fucking I mean- right when they finish. To <laughs> yeah, so, oh, that. the finish <laughs> line. I was going to
2: say, like, holding back or the pressure too long. I can't, I can't, like, a ejaculate. Really trying to go out with a bang. Yeah. Welcome to Between the Refs with Brick and Gina. Yeah. We are. Want to introduce our amazing guest?
3: Obviously, because all of you guys listen to this every every week, and we told you we were having a guest on. We have Aaron Hind. He is the co-founder and president of Life Aid. You got my
1: name right. No one ever gets my name right. I want you to
2: know, I have been stressing about it. We said it both ways last time. We said, we I'm go pretty sure ways. it's either Aaron Heend or Hindi. Yeah, we go we,
1: we Oh, Heend. I haven't ways. heard that one. Hindi is usually Oh, really? Way. Hindi? Yeah. that's Indian.
2: Well, that kind of makes sense. I'm Puerto uh, Rican,
1: just for the record. Oh,
2: okay. Right. With pronunciation. Like I'm my 100% white, according to my 23andMe. So, you are very um, white. But what did you think you were? Oh, I really thought Native I was Native American. American. <laughs> uh, wah,
1: wah.
4: Wah, wah. Yep.
2: I really wanted to be something cool, and I got it back, and I was like, um, 100% white. <laughs>
1: Lame. I know.
2: Yeah, crash and burn.
1: Anyway. I'm half white. Yeah. Thirteen percent black actually. Oh
2: wow. You're super cool. Uh, You're cool with everyone. Yeah. 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 Everyone just hates me. (laughs) Just kidding. The whites. Yeah, I hate the whites. Damn I (laughs) (laughs) knew this is starting out really well. Okay, guys, so we have vodka in our uh fit aid. Yeah. We are we are drinking vodka. (laughs) Um man
3: oh now I remember what I was gonna say yeah uh doesn't mean anything it, it's for no reason but you said how they pronounce your name Hindi
1: yeah some lot so of like people m-
3: do. my last name is Ents yeah
2: and people pronounce it NC NC yeah, yeah. well you're you like know a, in the English language that doesn't really make sense makes no sense yeah it no. would have like a Y after it right. yeah yeah you know because i an, an English I-E? major I
1: E. I would think I-E.
2: IE yeah Ents or EY but you did mention that you're starting
3: to DJ I am? What's your DJ name?
1: That is a good question. Stop. It's up for debate now. Oh. I'm actually think it's gonna be thirteen percent.
2: Oh, I like that. Because
1: of my twenty three and me. Okay. <laughs>
3: okay. And
1: people always ask me what I am, so okay. now I'm just gonna say I'm thirteen percent.
2: I yeah. like it. Okay.
1: And they ask when they ask what are you, they mean what makes you brown. Is
2: right. That, right. You know, right. Yeah. Because
1: yeah, if yeah. I said, Oh, I'm English Irish, they'd be like right. uh no you're not. I go, okay, yeah, actually I am half, but right. the, the brown part is
2: how much are, are you English Irish? basically 25 25 my dad's white i'm so. 49 there you go real boy <laughs> i'm like a 0.1 uh spanish that's my brown part all right so if i had a dj name go. it'd be 0.1 perfect so is that yeah. the brown part only coming out in your eye color and your hair color yes yeah, the rest sure. of you is very 49 <laughs> percent a little darker so you know there's that too <laughs> just kidding <laughs> <laughs> She's Sorry. telling the truth. I've seen it. I've <laughs> <laughs> not bleached it. No.
3: If I was a DJ, it's gonna be DJ. Umps.
2: There you go. Umps, 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 umps. Umps. I like
3: can't it. take credit for that. Someone else. Like you it. know, just pronounce my name really fast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. So, one. Yeah, we're drinking Life Aid. You guys have. We'll start from the beginning. You were a chiropractor.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right here in Scotts Valley.
3: Yeah. Are you
2: still?
1: No. Nah, um. Yes, I still have my license, but I don't practice. Okay. I haven't practiced for eight
2: years. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's how I got hooked on CrossFit cuz I was had my office right here and then some of the higher-ups from HQ started coming in to see me and this is before CrossFit HQ had Maxim. their own gym. Right? Is it Max
3: uh, before that. Oh. Going to OG. Real. cuz I remember I met you guys C- when you were taste testing yeah
1: yeah this is before maxim it was called nsc north santa cruz okay which is bullshit because it's scott's valley but they <laughs> wanted to have
2: <laughs> it sounded went, cooler so this it's is easier bad. it's you easier you know ronnie
1: boosie and um gosh who else owned that gym?
2: ronnie and oh yeah 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 ronnie nico and, my ex N- worked yeah, out there
1: yeah yes. yeah so this is og that's where uh, the athletes used to work out when they come to town because crossfit didn't have their own was gym it yet. jason
2: yeah. bills j- e- no
1: j oh j o- G- Jason Jada. So they
2: worked out there. Yes. Worked out okay, there. Okay. And I was a coach there. Yeah.
1: There was one other guy. I'm I, trying know, to blank, I know. I know. I know
2: who you're talking about, but I can't think of It was several owners. Name. Anyway. Yeah. Yes.
1: Started treating people from HQ and then the athletes and then the owners. And then they started roping me in to, Hey, you got to come, you know, check out CrossFit. And I was like, all right, I'll check it out. Cause I remember Greg way back in the day. Cause when I was in college, home, home, for, uh, home on break, I'd have a membership at, uh, World's Gym, which used to be World's Gym here in Scotts Valley, Gold's Gym in Santa Cruz, right. and Twenty Four Hour because it was like ten bucks a month each, right? And there were kind of different girls at each gym, so I would just <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> do yeah, a couple yeah, days a week at each one, yeah, yeah. Just have, be on hose the rotation, different area
4: yeah, codes, yeah. you know.
1: And I remember <laughs> hose and all codes. I remember seeing you know Greg like run in with like four or five people taking up two or three pieces of equipment, then run out of the gym, then they'd run back in and. People would be like, what the fuck are you doing? You're using up all the equipment. And and then you wouldn't right. see him anymore. But then I'd see him at the next gym because he'd get kicked out of that one and go to the next <laughs> oh, that's one. that's funny. And then go to the next one. Yeah. So uh, that was kind of like the early exposure. But then, yeah, I got a, working out at NSC, my first workout I'll never forget. I was like, I can't remember exactly what we were doing. I know there was running in it. And a couple of my patients were in the class. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to pace with those guys. They're in pretty good shape, but I should be able to beat them you know, blah, 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 right with them on round one. Then it came to round two and something just started seizing in my body and I <laughs> went over to the bushes and I don't like to puke. I puke like once oh, every yeah. 10 years in dire circumstances. So I'm holding onto the fence. I'm like, oh God, I can't puke. I can't <laughs> puke. And I'm just sitting there as everyone's just looping me laughing. I finally finished. Everyone's applauding me. My last place finished. I'm like, all right, I guess I got some work to do. Isn't that
2: the worst? I'm the sorry. Worst. I know that everyone like loves that in CrossFit. Like, and that's a really cool thing, but I'm always that last person. I'm always like, get the fuck away from me. Don't applaud me. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hands, like, I'm never don't coming back. Shame me. Just keep like, doing. Go on, yeah, like, go on with your, go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> with your day. last. Like go on with your day. Yeah, go on with your
1: day. Don't look at me. I know. I'm with you.
2: That's how I am.
3: Because <laughs> oh, you always finish oh, yeah. last.
2: Okay. I always finish <laughs> yeah, last. You all right. Know? Yeah. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> uh,
3: wait. There are people though that they get really upset. We have some at our gym. They get really upset if they're if people are still doing anything anyone even if like you have somewhere to be you have an appointment oh you it's like cleaned, cleaning up if you're cleaning up your equipment you. before the workout's over yeah. they're pissed
1: yeah. really oh,
3: yeah. oh geez. yeah
1: tell them not to come work out at RHQ. because <laughs> <laughs> i'm like done i'm like Girl, peace
2: out you got 20 more minutes i got something to do
1: yeah That's good Same. Like, see ya i'll give you a high five when <laughs> yeah. you come by my desk later <laughs> me
2: and Gina, go. it's like right. if
3: if her or i like start cleaning up because we finished the other person's just like oh are we done Oh, yeah,
2: cool. Me too. Oh, that it, it just cleans up their oh, well, stuff no, too. I was going to say, when you, when you included me, I was like, I just quit whenever you quit. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was a five-minute workout? Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah wasn't so anywhere, It wasn't yeah, anywhere anywhere close to being done.
3: Anyway. So you you were a chiropractor. Yeah, and you 10 just, years, 10 years. So how did you, what interests you into beverage? Yeah, well, How do you
2: get into that?
1: Do you want the corporate line or do you want the real no, story? No, I
2: want the real, story, the real story. The real, real nitty gritty. I'm going to taste it right the now. The real story. I've been tasting it.
1: Well, even the corporate line is still true. I mean, everything that we put out is true, but there's more to the story than just the corporate line. I'd say that the truest version is, you know, Ryan and I did meet at CrossFit North Santa Cruz, um, We started hanging out a little bit. He was writing for the paper, the Scottsdale Banner. I used to write for the paper. I was actually waiting to see him in town because I was pissed because he wrote a column bagging on gold. And, like, I had, like, all my money was in gold at the time, like, (laughs) literally holding gold in my safe. So I'm like, this fucker, I can't wait to see him. He doesn't know what he's talking about, that piece of shit, financial advisor. (laughs) (laughs) And I see him in the gym, and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, here's this guy. And um, I find out uh, that he's a DJ because Ronnie liked uh, house music. He's like, oh, yeah, Orion DJ. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're a DJ. Hmm. You're probably no good, but that's cool. Um, <laughs> so I don't think anything of it, and I run into him a couple more times at the gym. Well, lo and behold, we're at a school fundraiser, Rama and I, and uh, and I run into him and his wife there, and I'm like, what are you guys doing here? Oh, our kid goes to Mission Hill here in Scotts Oh, Ours does too. What grade? Kindergarten. Oh, ours too. What teacher? Same teacher. Yeah. And then we find out from our kids that they're – Recently best friends in kindergarten We're like oh okay oh, yeah. So we're at the school fundraiser And then uh, Ram and I are like alright well fun hanging out But we're out of here we're gonna go party And uh, Orion and his wife look at us And we're like well we like to party Where are you guys going <laughs> Like ah you probably don't like to party like us Like you know we're gonna <laughs> we go want to really the party. Hole. And they're like
3: no, we're we really like to committed. Party.
1: So anyway long story short we end up back at their house And Orion gets out the turntables and starts spinning And we do like a 4am you know DJ oh God, dance fun. party at the house and so, you know, friendship developed and, you know, a couple of years later, probably about a year and a half later, invited him to a party called Three Degrees that I helped, uh coordinate. It's like a pre-compression, pre-Burning Man party, about three to four hundred people every year up. It used to be, we used to hold it up in Willits, up in Northern California, in 600 acre property, like 25, 30 DJs, you know, beautiful wow. event. And him being a DJ, I figured, you know, I wanted to introduce him to the crowd and all our friends and then hopefully he could get a DJ spot, slot there. And I was handing out five um, uh, HTP and milk thistle and B vitamins, because you know we're basically not sleeping much for a few days straight and we're serotonin depleted. And then we had this idea when we were all fucked up, is like, hey, we should put these into a little packet instead of having to buy full bottles of everything and call it party pills. Yeah, and then we could sell it on seven eleven counters, you know <laughs> yeah, that, right. that people didn't have yeah. to buy, you know, the full bottle of everything. And so we actually started down that path. And uh, we were getting artwork developed and registered some domains around party pills and some IP. And then, I mean, I know you're old enough, Gina, for uh, to remember <laughs> this. You're closer <laughs> to my age. Okay. I'm older than Brooke you, this. so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know so if I'll remember. You probably don't remember. I was, I But you remember Nodos?
2: Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So for those younger generation out there, yeah. Nodos was a thing when we were in high school. It was basically... It's basically like crank. It was legal. It was, legal. Crank, like, it was but, legal crank, right? But basically, Nodos was a, a, this major. Like you upper you would take to study. Yeah. yeah, and we started thinking, well, if supplements or pills, if supplements in pill form were the way to go, Nodos would be a billion dollar company, and Red Bull wouldn't be around, you mm-hmm. know, today. Right. But Nodos is gone, and Red Bull is what it is. So we're like, how, we should put these in a drink form, and that's when the concept of Raverade came about.
2: Stop it. Yeah.
1: So we were going to, so basically <laughs> we took all those supplements story. and put them in a, uh, we're putting in a can and calling it rave raid. Some friends of ours that uh, owned a production company in LA, we pitched them on the idea because they were throwing festivals. Right. And they're like, nope, can't do it. No, no, no. It's not called raves anymore. <laughs> you know, they're festivals. It's too edgy. Uh, it's true. Yeah, right. You know, no one wants to touch a rave. And uh, we're like, damn it. And we're like, okay, we'll tone it down. So we called it party aid instead of rave raid. And then uh, in January 2011, we're uh, in or- back at Orion's house, doing another DJ dance party, and it's his birthday. And we're like, hey, we need to register RaverAid as a domain name. Let's, let's make this happen. And so we get on the computer and we get RaverAid.com for $12. <laughs> well, we're like, well, shit, we CrossFit. There's no drinks in CrossFit yet. Yeah, let's see if FitAid's available. Fit-aids available. We golf once a week. Let's see if golf, ra- golf <laughs> Stop Aids available. Stop it. So we registered 80 domain names on his birthday. We even got Bonerade.com for $12, <laughs> which we still own. So anybody out there that wants to get into porn... <laughs> Contact me for that the right price. So we'll let it go.
2: Good. Oh my Bonaride. god. Bonerade.
1: Bonerade. So, I
3: feel like we could make really awesome like holy fake shit. commercials for all of your other right? advantages.
1: Yeah, we have oh, some funny ones. Really good ones. Yeah. We have oh some my fun. god. I love that those <laughs> little That was a, it. Like I mean, that's the start night. of it. That's the genesis. And then from there it's just figuring it
2: out. You know, we yeah. uh So like how do you so how do you go from that, like one night, like just getting all the domains to like all of a sudden like, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna be uh we're gonna be a beverage company like yeah. how do you like how do you get the hookups like how do you yeah. like who's gonna distribute who's gonna make it who's gonna
1: yeah so we started researching and the really the first thing there's two things that happened at once once one we needed to find a can manufacturer we would knew, knew we wanted to be in cans because even back then we're like look plastics ruining the planet and I'm not an enviro but I got a place in Hawaii and there's plastic sure. shit right you know I've been to Thailand like plastic single-use plastic yeah, it's go bad. I mean right. come on it's just you know so we knew we wanted to be in something recyclable we knew we wanted you know clean products no garbage in it. And uh, so the first thing is like, okay, well, we need to get a can, right? So there's this company called Rexham that at the time was the largest can manufacturer in the United States. So we call them up and I, I got to preface this by saying the beverage industry has a 99% failure rate. Okay. Yeah, 95% right. of beverage, new beverage companies me. fail in the first year, wow. 99% fail in the first five years. So we call up the West Coast rep for Rexham. And he knows the stats. We are totally green. We know nothing and we don't have that much money in, in the bank account for this company. We Ryan and I each put in thirty grand each. It was basically our savings at the time. Sure. And uh the the guy from Wrexham says You know, what are you looking for? He's like, well, the minimum can runs 202,000 cans, which we didn't have enough money for. And we said, well, we've been researching. We heard these these things called silver bullets. And a silver bullet is basically, imagine this can that it's not printed on. It's just blank. Okay. okay? It's just silver. Okay. And he said, well, all cans are made to order. We really don't have silver bullets. Occasionally, you know, there's some overages or something that don't get printed, but it's not likely. Like, basically, you guys are broke. You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Stop wasting my time. Right. The uh, the, the gist of it. The gist of it. Yeah. So we hung up and we're sitting there like, fuck, there goes our great idea. And uh, we had another idea. We said, (laughs) well, hey, let's uh, send him a handwritten note saying, hey, thanks for the call today. And we included a hundred dollar Roost Chris gift certificate in it, gift card in it and said, hey, if any silver bullets show, please let us know and sent that. Well, lo and behold, about a week later, we get a phone call. Hey, I got two pallets of silver bullets and you know, we were off to the races. So, uh, yeah, after that we went down to a flavor house in LA, which is basically a a chemistry lab. And, you know, I handed them the formulas and said, Hey, this is what we want to put into a drink. And we don't want to use any sucralose or aspartame and no sodium and no artificials. And can we make it? And the lady's like, no, you can't make that. You know, it's like, there's too much in it and you you can't do it without jacking the sugar up or using artificials. And then we're like, all right, well, we're out of here. We'll go somewhere else. And then she's like, well, wait, 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 let's, you know, let's give it a shot and we'll try it. And if people are super OG, they remember the first can of FitAid actually tasted like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was barely, I barely, don't remember audible, that. barely, <laughs> but fortunately we've gotten a lot better at it. And, you know, over time, you, I remember you I was
3: at Maxim and DJ, like I met Daniel when he was coaching us when I first moved out here and you guys had brought in some like blind taste tests yeah. and we yeah. were, t- we were tasting them. Yeah. A long time ago. Yep. That's Look at you awesome. now,
1: yeah, Boat Rage. Yeah. Yeah, DJ shit. We've been with him since i know beginning. well you know
2: what's funny when i met him I, I like no him. i know you know what's he's funny as i was driving to the airport uh, today and i was like yeah like we're doing this uh we're doing an interview with aaron uh with life aid and he was like oh yeah you know what just make sure that you mention the fact that uh their merchandising or their marketing is really great with that one really really good looking guy like in his, <laughs> in,
1: <laughs> that's right he's like our, yeah, he's male yeah, model yeah
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like that one really good looking guy and i remember uh years ago like I would drive, we would like drive around. And he'd be like, "Oh yeah, we got to go buy Fit Aid." He's like, and he'd go pick up like packs of Fit Aid because he had like gone and done like modeling for you guys, and he would get like free Fit Aid from it. He's
1: actually gotten better looking with age. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I think he's so too. Aged very well. Yeah.
2: Well, and he. I well, mean- not if you ask his mom. His mom told him that he looked very old <laughs> last time she saw him. But no, he has. He has.
3: Well, and over the last couple of years too, he just. He grooms himself very well. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. Keeps he's his got hair almost a little
2: metro-ish. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It his like,
3: beard's yeah. always yeah, nice, Yeah, it's like his perfectly
1: trimmed, <laughs> yeah. he's looking tight. His hair's all perfect. I see him random places, yeah. too. I saw him in the airport like two yeah. weeks ago. I saw him downtown yeah. last week. Like, hey, like, hey handsome
2: guy. Yeah.
3: Hey. Hey, handsome yeah, guy. You so, want a model for I'm not for
1: gay, us? but if I was, <laughs> but minimally we'll put you on the website.
3: Also, let me know when you start porn, because Bonarade.
1: DJ, we have a new product for you. How big is your schlong?
3: We uh we loved you so much <laughs> that we actually want to have a whole new campaign around Just you. Just for you.
2: Not really you, but your D. Uh, it's actually funny because-
1: Put the D in one D time
2: yeah, <laughs> Seriously. Oh my God, that's a perfect slogan. No, we were, um it was the last time Brooke was at regionals and you guys had your booth down there in San Diego and there was a big banner on the bottom and Brooke was doing- um, like a meet and greet, and there was this huge line, and we were taking video of like, you know, like this huge line that was like waiting to like meet her. And then I took a video of Daniel standing next to the Fit Aid because he's like on the picture on the bottom, <laughs> <laughs> and he's literally like, "Hey guys, I'm here. Like anybody want to meet me? Like anybody want to sign some autographs? Like it was really funny. And so uh, the kids love him. Yeah, they the kids. yeah, they do love him.
1: Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
2: Okay, so you so you basically started from those silver the silver. Well, I'm can't silver even say bullets. it because apparently my vodka fit just kicked in the silver yeah. bullets. At, okay, at what point in the uh,
3: the journey? I, was gonna say I the guess journey. Would you say that? it started to be profitable in a way that you got away from silver bullets.
1: Yeah. Well, we were still, you know, I still had my practice full-time, so did Orion. Um, and what t- it, it, it probably took a good year and a half of just kind of grinding it out and burning money. I mean, you gotta remember, we launched basically three products at the same time. We had, w- within a very short period, we had FitAid for the CrossFit market, Golf Raid for golf, and party aid the, the previous raver aid for kind of the party community
2: where do you think it was taking off more
1: well golf raid was actually making us all our money really not aid, yeah Interesting. golf raid was making like we did like 750k in golf raid like in the first year i think so wow. we we're selling a lot to golf courses but we had three different websites we had three different social media handles. It was like everything was separated on purpose because the golf community and the CrossFit community and the, and the rave community are three totally <laughs> very, different communities. We right? didn't want to like cross pollinate. Right. And it was totally stressful. We were burning through tons of cash because we're trying to be relevant in three separate communities. Right. We're doing outfit changes from like fire dancing to Lulu to <laughs> polo, golf polo shirts. That's and, so funny. Um, Plaid and, pants. And one of my you know good friends and, and mentors Uh, took me aside and and he knew the the challenges that we were having because, you know, I had, I had sold my practice and the guy that I sold it to took my golden goose and killed it and BK'd on me. So that was my sole source of income. Right. And, and so I had just bought the property up in Bonnie Dune off the grid and we were living in a trailer, you know, 400 square foot trailer and I had two kids. So I, and then all of a sudden I had no income, zero. And I already burned through all my savings. So I'm totally broke. I'm living in a trailer and we've got, you know, we're, we're boiling water on the stove to, to take baths. We're living out of ice chests. We're eating like mac and cheese and tuna every night because we've got no money. And that's like a dollar 25 meal for anyone who's broke out there. Right. And, uh, so it got to be like really tough, really dark times. And so I called my buddy Ben, who's, you know, super successful and you know, I'm like basically crying to him. Like I am fucked bro. Like <laughs> you have no idea how fucked I am. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm in my early thirties. I'm supposed to be in my prime and I've made all these promises to my wife and you know, da, da, da. like we were supposed to only be sure. living in the trailer for a few months while we build our dream house on the top of the property. Right. And, uh, and he's like, man, he's like, I've, I'm a member of this marketing group. It's not cheap to join. Um, but I think you'd get a lot of benefit from it. It's 25 grand. He's like, I'll tell you what, I'll pay for it. Just pay me back when you can, if you want to join. Wow. And I'm like, if you think it's worth it, I'll do it. So I just like, I mean, I was leveraged to the max. I had 260 grand in student loans. I had my mortgage. I had, you know, fucking everything. And then normal
2: life, wife, kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: like, no money. And then I'm like, all right, well, I'm already so fucked. Like, what's another 25 grand? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and so we go, you know, go to this uh, marketing deal with a bunch of really successful, really smart people and basically spilled my guts on what my issue was. And they're like, dude, you're spread too thin. You got cho- to choose a single target market. Choose a single target market. So I came back, you know, sat down with Ryan. It's like, dude, we got to choose a single target market. We got three businesses here and none of them are doing great. Right. And, uh, so we looked at everything and even though golf Raid was bringing in the majority of the income, the trajectory of fit aid, meaning like the sell in and the sell through how much product we were moving and it, even though it was a small number at the time was, was had a greater trajectory than that of golf Raid. So we just did a full pivot and we literally put, uh, let the other two party aid and, and golf go on cruise control. And we put all of our time, money, and effort into making fit aid a success and just wow. fucking ground it with fit aid and That's why people know fit it. Yeah.
2: And what a gamble. And look how it came out. So cool. Thank God. I know. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you rolled the dice on the right one. (laughs) Thank God. Jeez. Is that gonna happen for me and you? I keep just trying to roll that dice. Like, but I
1: also yeah. give credit to, you know, some of our early influencers that we're still friends with today. I mean, you know, Dan Bailey came on and supported us super early on and that really helped legitimize the, the product in this community. And then people like, you know, Jackie and Christmas that we're still super close with today, you know, early on. And and just, it, it really was a relationship game. I mean, you guys know, Kill Cliff launched the exact same year that we did. They're East Coast were West Coast mm-hmm. and they were super well funded. They had... All the athletes, all the money, all the you know momentum, and we were just like this little underdog, you know, underfunded thing. But it was like we just want to treat everybody well. Like even the rise and fall Progenics, I saw how they were doing things. I'm like, that's not how we ever want to operate. It's like, oh, if you're in the club, you're good. But if you're outside the club, fuck you. you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's not okay. Like just let's just treat everybody good, everybody good, regardless.
2: It's like good karma. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like those that you meet on the way up are the same people you meet on the way down. So it's just. You know, and and some uh, of the
3: best, like some of the earliest advice I ever got before I got really good, I became really known in CrossFit or like got really good at CrossFit. Uh, Jenny LaBas said to me, she said, just be the person on the way up that you want to be on the way down.
2: Yeah, 100%. I'm, sure. yeah. I'm still working on Same that. Thing. I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> A good thing you haven't fallen yet. Let's <laughs> change. Let's change the way you treat me.
1: At the end of the day, <laughs> everything's good. about relationships, right? right. I mean. I don't give a shit how much, you know, money or fame or anything that anyone has. Like if they're an asshole, they're an asshole. Right. Nothing mm-hmm. changes that. Like what does change is it tends to accelerate your current propensities. Meaning if you get money and fame and you're a douche, you're going to be even a douche an extra times douche. Extra, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So and
3: at some point that won't hold up. Right. Right. right
1: who's gonna be at your funeral like we're all gonna die right you know who's gonna be there like who's what's gonna be said about you oh they're a total asshole and they fucked right. everybody or hey you know they treated people well and right you know i mean that's so it's kind of thoughts that always go through my mind like who do i want at my funeral you know was, um remind myself of my own mortality and sure where we came from and you know we still got so far to go I mean, we're we're I was that, like, hey, dude, you're only like, yeah, you're industry. still we're too spec. young.
2: You're not, you're not dying yet. Well, hopefully not <laughs> too soon. Right. No. you're right. <laughs> Get a few more <laughs> I'm things I'm like, well, your you're room. going <laughs> dark. You're going really dark. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> no, <laughs> you, <laughs> you're
3: right. Do you find that in, in beverage um, that there are, you have to like stay on your toes? Like, are they making changes a lot? Or is like, because it is, it seems like a pretty cutthroat sort of industry, like any food and beverage type of situation. Because there's new stuff coming out all the time. There's new things that are coming out that are exactly like something else, but slightly different. Uh, have you kind of encountered any moment where something maybe did change and you guys had to sort of adjust on the fly or has it been
1: yeah constantly adjusting on the fly I mean we're always looking to improve products. So we had a a nutritionist email in once and she's like, Hey, you're using a synthetic form of vitamin E in your fit aid. And there's a natural form available DL form. That's even better. And I looked into it and I go, shit, she's right. And and so even though it increased our cost of goods by going to the natural form, it was a better thing to do. And so we did it. Um, always pivoting. I mean, we were the first company to come up with a nootropic drink you know focus it now there's 20 nootropic drinks all fighting for the same shelf space you know like we were the first company really to have function forward instead of flavor forward you notice we have one flavor but Mm -hmm. we have multiple functions now you know there's lots of competition from other drink companies and shots and you know the big boys are always trying to rip you off and and so there's always you know pressure but it keeps you on your toes and it's like at the end of the day you know you have to resonate with consumers and uh, the the Mm -hmm. more you're pushing forward and continually innovating and staying ahead of the curve you can't worry about the compet what the competition's doing that you know i've had things where they're c- literally copying my offer copying my marketing campaign like verbatim, not even right. changing things like right. where the red X is and like everything is said. I'm like, holy fuck this is blatant plagiarism and it right. used to bug the shit out of me. But now I'm like, well, if you're used doing that, I did that two years ago. Like sure. I am already on the other yeah. stuff. So right. it's just like training probably like, oh yeah, someone's trying to cut. Well, look, I'm already more advanced than that. You right. know? So yeah. just staying ahead of the game and I don't mind the competition at all. And I try to, you know, really bring up, especially young entrepreneurs that, are doing good things in the world because if it wasn't for my mentors, you know, we wouldn't be here. And, and so trying to really reciprocate and, and, and help, you know, young people out that, that were avoid some of the pitfalls that I think that we made.
3: Right. Maybe I need a mentor. <laughs> key.
1: I, I definitely need Aaron, a mentor. Aaron, do you need my mentor? Key. <laughs> key. I'm all, I'm a phone call away. You know that, Brooke?
3: He is. He's a phone call away. Um, okay. So you guys have nine products, correct?
1: Is that correct? I don't know. I, I think that's
3: correct. <laughs> I found it on your LinkedIn page. <laughs> We have a connection on LinkedIn. Because we have um, some
1: of the zeros now. So yeah, get, that's what I mean. I get, so you have confused. the you have and the golf CBD, raid. Fit focus life party immunity golf fit zero rx rx zero and c B D. So we have ten now.
3: Oh, okay. And you just
1: launched the C B D. We did. I'd bring one tell here, but I sold out. So Tell I'm me wondering.
3: tell me about uh when did you decide that you wanted to put it in a drink?
1: I've been taking C B D for Probably six or seven years now, long before it was, you know, trendy. Um, and always been a fan. Or in sport
3: I, became even clear for right,
1: sport. Right, 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 right. I mean, it's, all the cannabinoids are powerful. Like mm-hmm. it's not, you know, everyone talks about CBD now, but in the long term, I already know it's going to be broad spectrum yep. hemp with CBV, C- CBV, CBG, CBN. Like yeah. they all, and they it all needs
3: ha- to be. Hopefully. I think it
1: needs to be, and there's synergy behind them. So, you know, we had had a broad spectrum hemp from Ohio Energetics, which, if anyone knows the industry and researches, it's just they're just the best product out there they have a nano encapsulation process no petroleum base whatsoever so like super really good high quality efficacious um bioavailable product uh, but they also happen to be the most expensive on the market and it's like okay well if we're going to do this we're going to have a broad spectrum we're going to have a thc free so all the cannabinoids x thc because i want it available for police fire sure, first mm-hmm, responders right. which they can't anyone's have anyone's getting tested any THC sure in. And we knew we wanted broad spectrum and we knew we wanted to use like the best around. So we had been working on this product for a while and it was just, do we launch it? Do we not? The regulatory environment, you know, risk reward, that type of thing. Yeah. And then,
2: is it is it hard? Is it hard to get it uh, for the regu- like for regulations to get it through? Well, I mean, it's because FDA hasn't approved no, it No, I yet. know. No, I know. But I'm just saying yeah. like as far as that. Well, as an
1: isolate, I I believe that it will never be legal. And the reason I say that is because it has been approved by FDA for treatment of adolescent epilepsy, which is put there as a prescription drug. Right. Okay. Now, I don't know of, and I could be wrong on this, but I don't know of any current prescription that's allowed in food or beverage or supplement. Okay. Okay? Because it's a prescription, it's a different class. Right. Right. So uh, CBD as an isolate, an isolate form, which I'm not a fan of. Anyway, okay. I mean I there's benefits there, but I, I would rather have it in a broad spectrum. Okay. Um, is is a drug. So we knew, you know, we wanted a broad spectrum product to stay clear of, of having, having you know, to prescription. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Right. So we believe that we're still in the clear. It does obviously contain CB but not as an isolate form, right? Um, so we weighed kind of the cost benefit and knew that it was a, a great ingredient. I wouldn't want to start a company as a standalone CBD company, I, right? I, you know, there's a lot there's of challenges a lot of there shit to go through, But we right? also have a you know a massive list. We have three hundred thousand people on our email list. We have ten thousand gyms, and so having the distribution channel that's what a lot of people don't think they're like oh if we build it they will come bullshit like right. if you haven't thought through your marketing and your distribution channel then you could have the best product in the world you could have the cure for cancer but if nobody knows about it and you don't have a means for people to know about it then it does no one any, any good, good except for right. yourself right? right right so we already have the distribution channel so that's why we decided to pull the trigger on it was like well we have the distribution channel we know all the other drinks on the market we know we've got the best one so let's go ahead and, and move forward with it
3: right now. When you were down, you had mentioned that you went down to a a big beverage conference that was just in L.A.?
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Santa Marco.
3: Did they have, I guess, did you learn anything new about kind of CBD in beverage? Is that something that's kind of growing for them to be talking about or discussing? Oh, yeah. yeah. You got an award, right?
1: Yeah, we did. We got rising star.
3: You
2: Yay. are a rising you star. You are a rising star. Nine years, of stars has been rising. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dude. I feel like I've been up there for a while. So about how oh, long? About high? I've finally, finally, you recognized With it. With all my grays, it'd be like a falling star. <laughs> <laughs> I have a ton of them too. It's just I just cover them all uh, the time.
1: That's why I'm wearing a hat. Like, who is that old man?
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, that's very cool though. You guys got that.
1: Yeah. No, it's yeah. cool to get recognition yeah. in the industry as much as i minimalize it or whatever is yeah, i mean it, it's it's cool
3: yeah man. it's cool it should and be
1: it's cool to be the cute girl at the party is what i i yeah I compare it to you know when you're cruising around there's <laughs> what does that
2: feel like <laughs> I, know, you know, I was like, like yeah i know i'd love to feel like what does that feel like
3: <laughs> you know
1: exactly what that feels
3: like <laughs> that is I, oh, man yeah i've like working with uh, Pure Spectrum, but like I've been taking CBD for a long time. I started taking it um, before it was cleared for sport. Yeah. And that was because I, well, I was filming Wonder Woman, but I had been taking so much ibuprofen because I had such bad tendonitis in my knees. I had dosed too much. And so I couldn't take it anymore. And I came home and I was still trying to train and I was just having so much inflammation and pain that I remember I called and spoke to um, Justin Berg. Mm-hmm. And I basically wanted to ask him because my chiropractor or physical therapist had basically mentioned like um, CBD patches, yeah, and that something like that on the area would you know I could do something like that for pain management and inflammation, yeah. even though I can't take ibuprofen. And basically, for in CrossFit, they were like, "Well, we can't tell you not to do it, but we can't tell you you can do it." And I was like, "This—that's very ambiguous." So like, like it's like <laughs> I feel I'm like I'm I'm like I feel like if I should and you should just say no and if I should you should just say yes it's like you're either like you kind of want to catch me in a drug test or you kind of don't want to catch me in a drug test and so it wasn't in competition season and I was in Sacramento working for um, Trifecta and I was at a gym and they had some topical that someone had come in and they were selling it at this gym and so I bought some to try and I remember because so many people are like, oh, it's, it doesn't work. It's a placebo. And I'm like, okay, you know, it, if it works for you, it works for you. If it doesn't, it doesn't, it's okay. It works for me. I literally was in so much pain. I was squatting. And I took my knee sleeves off. I took a bunch of the topical and I just like rubbed it on my knees, pulled my knee sleeves back up. And it was a matter of minutes yeah. that I felt so much better. And then the problem I ran into after that was, you know, because not every company or where they're getting it from is created equal. So yeah. it was hard for me to find, you know, new sources that like, gave me effect that made it's a me powerful feel
1: inflammatory. I mean, yeah. there's plenty of research out there and if you want to find out for yourself, go to PubMed, pubmed.com. That's where it, all the index of published research is. So anything you want to find out about, you can look at PubMed, PubMed and look at any abstract and then dig deeper into the research articles, but everything that's been published in reputable publications is there and you can see article after article after article publication on the efficacy of not only CBD but to a lesser body of evidence on other cannabinoids, yeah. do they test for THC and cross it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's bullshit. I
3: was yeah, like, I don't. But know. I, know, I know, plant, yeah. I know, I know a lot of people. Prohibition
1: that, needs to end.
3: I know people that sm- <laughs> that that partake year round. I can't believe they test for that. I
2: don't know. I don't know why that why Who they cares? would think that, that would give you an edge because you would because they-
1: it's a vasodilator so. I mean, I took before I work out.
2: <laughs> I know so many people that do.
3: I remember in college, I had a buddy that would get really high and go to the gym. See, I'm so old that like back in the day,
2: like you would smoke weed. You never knew what was in it. You know what Thank I mean? Thank you for
1: calling it weed and not and cannabis, and then, by yeah, the way. No, I fucking was, shoot myself. Yeah,
2: you'd smoke weed. Like, I think I smoked weed my entire like junior year. And like, it, it never made me feel motivated. Like, I would have never gone to the gym I just would have. It affects people differently. It depends on the strain too. Well, now I know. Like now, there's like all these strains. Like it's like so different than when I was, you know. I'm the opposite.
1: I'm ADD, so I smoke. Indica I can't have any sativa They say sativa Is what You smoke Like kind of As an upper And indica When you want to go to sleep I'm the opposite Like indica Puts me in flow state Like I can train I can be up ha- yeah. Half the night on indica Sativa locks me up And I get all Fucked It fucks up my body I'm miserable On sativa <laughs> really? Indica I'm like a fucking Well oiled machine <laughs>
2: Well, so for you, you probably if you were in competition, you could not be on that. Let's try
3: some different strains. Let's try some different strains with you, Gina. Oh, with me? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm serious. If you struggle with weed because you get paranoid or whatever, yeah, pay attention to the strain and go extreme. Go all indica and all sativa, and then see how that affects and your see body. What it, does. it took me like 20 years to figure this out. I'd be like. Smoke, I mean, I, you know, I mean, we live in San so let's be real. I
2: don't have 20 yeah.
1: years. It's like, so I'll be like starting 70. at 16. How old am I now?
3: Five years. Yeah.
1: But some days I would be like, you know, all like locked up and miserable and tight. And, like, you're like, and then look, other days i like, 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 oh, I feel so good. I'm like, gosh, I don't, I can never figure sometimes out. One I day I should, sometimes, wait, sometimes I feel great sometimes I feel like shit. And
2: tight. You look like you're like on like, uh, like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like you're on like, like meth or something, like, like grinding my teeth.
1: And I'm like, maybe it has something to do with the strain. I had this bright idea. It took oh, yeah. me 20 years to figure it out. I started writing now like, oh, I took this. Hey. Wait a second. That shit fucked
2: well, me up. Well, that's what's crazy is like I like recently went into like a, well, not recently, like a year ago, went into an actual like weed shop. You know, because I hadn't smoked for so long. Yeah. And it was like when I was in high school, it was like whatever showed up.
1: Right. Right. There was no choice. Yeah, there was no choice. <laughs> you were like, local, oh, I'm what, what do you
2: like have? Out which weed. strain this I'll is. Take it. Yeah, it's weed. It's, it's like whatever. Oh, okay. It was called a dime bag. It could be bag. laced with <laughs> anything. Yeah. it could be laced with anything. And you'd smoke it and you'd be like, oh, wow, that was weird. Or I fell off the deck. Let's or go to I Taco ended Bell. up in a dog bed or I was in Taco Bell. Yeah, exactly. Let's go to Taco like, Bell yeah, again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never like really, it's really new. But like now, and I remember, like, I went into the weed shop for the first time. I was like, "What the hell is this?" They're like behind glass cases. It's you all know? official now. Yeah. Would you like it yeah. in chocolate form? Yeah, I know. And, I, and they were like, "Well, what kind of high do you want?" I was like, "Uh, I'm trying to go to sleep. Uh, I just want to go to sleep." Oh, well, you uh, want this and you want that. And da da da. And the I was best like, was a no couple years such ago when it was this.
1: your medicine because then it was all medical, right? Oh I had right. my medical card. Oh right. Uh, what kind of medicine can I get for you? <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm just trying to get baked, buddy. Like, <laughs> give me the indica. <laughs> I mean, I would have to bite my <laughs> cheek to be talking about my medicine. I'm like, bro. I'm not sick. Yeah. I'm not sick. I don't yeah. have cataracts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> not
3: oh. Glaucoma. Uh, anyways. Oh, boy. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show.
1: I feel like we've regressed the whole time. I know. On well, the that's, that's usually we what happens about... on our
2: podcast, unfortunately, Aaron. I'm okay, sorry. good. Good. We tried to I'm, warn I'm you ahead of time that, that we I apologize we really, in advance. To the audience. <laughs> we don't really have a format. Oh no, they definitely don't mind. No. Okay. Yeah, they, they we've, don't
3: mind. We we officially know now because they communicate with us actually so great so well. I, was I know emails the day that they love it. They, they like yeah. love that it doesn't have a format. They love that it's like this conversation. Yeah. they're just they here really on the love couch it. And I'm like, us. thank God, because this is all we know how to do. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> just awesome. say things that are inappropriate we don't Man. many times we've had we've had podcasts where we sit down and we, we press play and me and Jeannie go all right what do you want to talk about
1: uh, <laughs> we've covered sex and drugs yeah I feel like we should hit on rock and roll
3: or
2: oh yeah oh, yeah mm-hmm. i mean i mean i would try but there's there's not a, any rock and no roll rock and roll, roll in you well i mean wow. i like, grew up going to punk shows Okay, yeah, oh, you're you did. a punk girl. I was a yeah. punk girl. In a, in the, oh. has a band. Oh. Like the late 80s. Did you have a. Like, oh, I wore black lipstick. Oh, yeah, I was going to
1: say, were you. Oh, mo- yeah. It was called a mod, right? Yeah. Mod? Was that oh, the, was oh that, you know what? That's funny mod. that you
2: know that.
1: Yeah. Mod, mod
2: is not like a well known thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, mod. Yeah, mod, mod was more like if you were. Um,
1: it was like the black lipstick and no, the black No, So, mod or was mod. more
2: like if you wore like um, old clothes like from the 60s. Oh,
1: okay. You know,
2: like you would like. But you're right. It was still kind of like in that same. Genre. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I got pregnant. That's a weird thing to segue into. I got <laughs> pregnant. I can't remember which no, button it is. It goes, I got, wah, yeah, wah, yeah. Wah. I got pregnant at a punk show. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I, I got pregnant and, uh, you know, I was like 18 and I was still trying to go to punk shows. And I remember I went to, it was called Johnny P bucks and the swinging udders. Now they're just the swinging udders, the swinging udders, swinging udders. But at the time they were called Johnny. You swinging utters not so. not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. They I were coming it. in. No, the milk not- was coming in. <laughs>
4: did you get like, to support no, people
2: <laughs> no i hadn't had the baby yet no so i was like newly pregnant and i was like yeah i'm gonna go to this really cool punk show it's, it's, like, it's like it's always like underground right it's always like in a basement somewhere and like i went there and i was like yeah I was like oh, baby, oh, baby, you know and like the music's going and like the mosh pit starts going and i was like oh i should probably protect my baby <laughs> I, like, you know i like, go in the corner and like this guy like bounces out of the mosh pit and like smashes into me and I was like oh I think my my career is over (laughs) (laughs) I I think this is it for (laughs) me (laughs) yeah that's it so yeah I know so that was that was it for me. But her
3: sisters have a have a
2: punk well, band called hey, Here Kitty Kitty. Here Kitty Kitty. Here Kitty Kitty. Yeah. Like Here it. Kitty Kitty. It's pretty good. Yeah. And then my brother in law, we had him on the show. He was yeah uh, Joe. He, he is, is awesome. A, now he does like the spiritual is uh, spiritual AF and whatever podcast. But he he's a he's, he's, he's a he's, a dope he's very guy. cool he would, guy. You would like him a lot. So he was the he was. I mean, he's been in tons of punk bands. I remember uh he like in the santa cruz area um he was in fury 66 he was in crucial unicorn (laughs) he was in uh oh god now i can't remember all of his name all the names but like we would go and take like our kids and like put them in like headphones and they never knew how cool they were we're like dude you're at punk show (laughs) you're a punk show yeah you're like five and six you know super good parents joe has a really awesome recording studio Oh yeah. Which is awesome. Ooh. Yeah, yeah like, you're into music.
3: Yeah. Yeah, like, really, go. we right. should do an good album according to DJ I'll
1: contribute mm-hmm.
3: something. Yeah. Daniel and his and the boys will go up and rap. Rap. rap.
1: Oh,
4: really?
3: Have you ever yeah. heard
2: of DJ Rap? No. Oh my oh. gosh. they is he good. Small, it's good all mm. the time. Yeah. Right on. Him and all of his buddies. Yeah, no. Uh, Joe has the studio one time um was it for DJ's birthday? Yeah. And we tried to do a rap and we were terrible. Yeah, and we decided that we Let's wouldn't do it, it again yeah. no. no no no. we were drunk one time in New Orleans and tried to rap thought we were so good we also thought we were so good I'm really good at, at rhyming Wait, when I, I'm drunk I wish that I could I wish I had my phone <laughs> on me right now I would I would pull up Halloween a couple years ago we did like a Mad Max theme and Brooke and I were like this party's lame at my own house <laughs> We love the party. Oh, we're in my own house. We're in literally like Mad Max outfits. We have like um like those football shoulder pads and we'd like, we like feathers awesome. and all this shit to it, right? We like looked super cool. We were like, yeah, let's blow this joint. We fucking, <laughs> call fucking an Uber. Yeah, we go downtown, we get hammered downtown, leave all my guests at the house. Come like as we're coming back. And downtown was way more lame than yeah, the house, but we were lame, drunk. Way lame. And then as we're like walking back to the Uber, we're like trying to rap and I it was like <laughs> I know how it started. You said, okay. Let's okay, go. No, yeah. Go, no, no, no. We're Gino, not going to actually Gino's, rap. She was like, uh, Halloween. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's already a hard one. It was though,
2: already bad.
1: <laughs> to lead with.
2: And then you were like, goose
3: and ghouls." I don't know what I said. And the, Dude, I remember I when we were in New Orleans, we were out for a concert we to, to the weekend. Yeah. We saw the weekend. We saw the chain smokers. Yeah. I yeah, w- it was a really cool I festival. vividly remember being in the back of an Uber so drunk. Yeah. And just... Just bars. Yeah. We thought Just spin well,
2: bars. I think you were doing a lot better than I was. I'm like I a don't know really what good happened. I'm like a really good you hype person and like the like- party now that I think about it. I think about all <laughs> the parties
1: we've thrown. <laughs> And right? one consistency is you two getting your groove on, having some shots.
2: Oh well, you did host a really cool party at the games yeah. this last year. Yeah, yeah, we were. I felt like royalty. There's not too many We've, CrossFit parties. It was pretty cool. No, you know? no, you know, but it was it was very cool. It was like uh,
1: we even got Dan Bailey there to have a drink. I was like, wow, Dan Bailey. Yeah. That's a lot. I'm like, dude. Yeah.
2: What else well, what can what? we get you to do? So it, what? So what's funny is you guys hosted that party, and Brooke and I were like, oh, you know, we got to get up really early tomorrow. You know, what we're gonna do. We're going to get there early and then we're going to leave early. Yeah. You know, we're going like, we to start drinking early. Right. And so we got there and it was like, I mean, I'm with Brooke. Yeah, you were right? the first ones there. Yeah, right. we were the first uh, ones there. We were the first ones there. It doesn't we officially
1: start for a half hour, but <laughs> no. I'll get you a drink. <laughs> yeah.
2: We're like, thank like, you. Like, um, I know. We, but you guys we, were so accommodating. We to party at fours. So <laughs> we're in bed by 10 p.m. like,
1: huh, okay.
2: Now my age is making sense. Right? We party like we're 50 because is almost 50. <laughs> <I know>. well, <laughs> well, no, so it was so cool because we did, like you guys were so accommodating. Like we got there and it was so funny because I'm like with her and everywhere I go with her, it's like, you know, it's a CrossFit thing. So they're like, oh, you, come here. Like <laughs> do, like doing the, the wave in. And yeah. then we go in and we have like this cool table and then like we're sitting there and like you were so great. You were like coming over like, oh, do you need anything else? Do you need more drinks? Anything, you know? And I was like, sure, whatever she wants, sure, <laughs> yeah. And then it was actually, it was very cool because then as the night like went on, because there was like that barrier yeah. You know, like between. We were in the VIP area. Yeah, we were in the VIP. Yeah, and then like, yeah, and the peasants were down below. Yeah, Just so kidding. many they of weren't them were peasants. They were very cool people. They were all like down there, like dancing and stuff. And I then, know. I like, jumped I broke, over. The, <laughs> jumped over the, <laughs> over the little barrier and like went dance. It was like jumped over like cool. the. It was like a railing. It was like a, a railing, a railing. Thing.
3: Went yeah. dance them.
1: No. All the, um, what are they? Not Norwegians. Are they Norwegian? What's Sarah? Mm. Icelanders. Icelanders, Icelandics. <laughs> they Iceland. all like to party. Oh, no definitely. Reasons. Sorry, Sarah. I knew you were Icelandic. I've been there. I, I've been traveling a lot. They all start blending. <laughs> together. I don't know where they I like were to right party. Yeah. Little, uh, what's his name? B- the BJ or what do they call him?
2: Um, little guy. Goodmanson. There.
1: Yeah, Goodmanson. Yeah. He he he's gotten BKG. loose a few times. BK and uh, Annie. I've seen her sideways a few the times. Little party. Yeah. I oh, yeah. haven't, I haven't yeah.
3: seen Annie. I mean, I also don't like party with them all the time yeah but, but sarah sarah, sarah, me, and sarah me and sarah got down in miami sarah gets a down. few years sarah ago down.
1: so does i like uh cody partying with cody mooney and
3: yeah
2: and uh
1: and those guys they, they have fun and as well as the, the all the misfit crew like to party
2: oh so. for sure yeah. what's the misfit crew uh it's a big like
3: travis
1: williams they have a bunch and, of athletes yeah,
2: oh see i don't know everybody
1: but there's not a ton like if you uh-huh. really look at like the entire Right. CrossFit ecosystem.
3: There's probably more back in the day. I remember in the, like, when I first started getting into CrossFit stuff or, like, maybe being around HQ. Like, you know who's so fun at the after party? Annie Sakamoto. Oh, yeah. Oh. Annie, Annie is, she gets there. She competed all weekend, all week, gets there, and she is on the dance floor breaking it down I until that. it
2: shuts down.
1: She showed up this year. She had a good time. I love her. Yeah, she just she's, has awesome. like,
2: she's always like, smile, just ear to ear. Oh, yeah. She is. Yeah. 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 Can all take it. Lesson from her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn that frown upside down, Gina. <laughs> I'm trying. Are you mad? No, it's just no, my natural No, I'm look. smiling. I just <laughs> had <have> Botox.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, God. All the girls in L.A. It's just like, every single one is just- Hey, don't make just...
2: fun. I have that shit, okay? Uh, yeah, but- I know.
4: You know what
3: it is? You know what know. it is? It's, it's, it's extreme. It's, it's bad.
2: The, whatever's becoming
3: the fad, Yeah. they- which for a while I guess and probably still is like the Kardashians, right? The amount of girls that I see like on social, like on the explore page and things like that,
2: they all they're beautiful. They all look the exact same. I know. I keep saying that. I keep saying that. Yeah. They all look the same. Like every single yeah. doctor is like, "Oh no, you yeah." Oh, like I, I know people who are like, I don't know, like twenty six years old who've gone in there and like, "Oh, you need to pump up there, your lip and you have to do this on your cheeks and this and that." And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. If you don't, no, have, you if don't. you don't have a doctor that will say no, we're not making a bunch of clones. It's yeah. not a good doctor. It's a slippery slope. I it's a waste. Like. It slope. is a slippery
3: slope. I always, I always have like trolls on my on my pictures. Whatever, like comment about how every I've time ruined, you say that, I think of ruined, like, a ruined troll my doll. face. <laughs> Literally, they're like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding They Talk about how I've I've ruined my face, and I'm like, okay, if a little routine Botox because I'm 30 years old is ruining it, fuck me then. <laughs> I guess I'm
2: ruining it. I'm like,
3: I still have expression. I don't. I,
2: yeah. Pe- no, I don't. The amount of people that th-
3: I've. Okay. It's not that many. The amount of people. <laughs> it's not that many, but people that. think It's like looking like, oh, what am I supposed to say? People to that? think that my, people think can that I my.
1: Me I've got like right. some major. People think that my cheeks are, are
3: fake. Oh no. You just really think that I've had my cheeks done. And I'm like, I've no. posted photos of me when I was little and me now. Same Is fucking, same fucking cheeks. cheeks done. Oh yeah. I've yeah. had mine done. Really? Yeah, seriously. Well, but, but, like, but, like, lightly. I mean, you can Only, get, like, What overly. does it
1: mean to have them done?
3: Uh, uh, well, you, I don't really so, know. You can have filler.
2: So, for me. Because as you get older, for me, like, this. like implants? It's, no. Could they do that? No. no. no Could they no, no, do no, no, that?
1: No. Oh, I'm thinking, like, a boob job. No, like, no, yeah, no, I, I no, had no. them done, like, they stuff like a little.
2: No, I just had laser, like, two days ago, so I'm a little swollen right now. But, like, my, um, I had filler put in my cheeks because as you get older, especially you women, collagen. you just you goes like this. to, like, you start to, kind of, like, uh implode. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know what to I don't know. Deflate. Yeah, like or like sag. So what they'll do is they'll put a little bit like beads of filler like right here and then it'll just kinda like pull it up again. Huh. But some people overfill. And if like some people like Brooks age that are younger that are just trying to change their looks, they're like, oh I don't have like defined cheekbones. So I'm just gonna like put all this shit in here. Well you can't like, even overfill. tell that you
1: two have had but work, that's, I must but say. that's what I'm saying. In so, LA you can tell every like I don't want to overgeneralize but it's like I mean, it's like gone extreme. Well, like they went too many pumps with the
2: right. Oh yeah, they don't want any or... wrinkles. Is the problem? Or they, so or
3: they, they don't want any wrinkles. Plus, they want like they want like big lips when they have small DS, lips. Are DSL. They, yeah, the duck su- dick duck sucking. <laughs> <laughs> duck sucking you lips. Want duck exactly like dick sucking lips, like dick sucking lips yeah. but
2: different. <laughs> but with a duck. Quack yeah. quack.
3: <laughs> yeah, really big lips. All right, we got off topic. Big huge cheeks. Yeah, and We're then to to and, and then so much, and so much so much Botox that when you smile, it's just it's like
2: nothing. Yeah, no, you don't want that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I see some of the bodybuilders will like get calf implants. And oh like yeah, ass implants. oh yeah,
2: they do implants. That That's like crazy. Tr-
3: Are yeah. triceps? They do all kinds of weird mm. shit. I will be honest. I do uh, on social media when I come across a lot. I mean, fuck, fitness influencers, dime mm. dime a dozen. Mm. Uh, I do. Tr- I will watch some of the videos
2: to kind of see if I can tell if their butt's fake. Mm. I don't think I could. I don't think I would be able to tell. I think I'd be like one of those haters that's like, oh, it looks really good. Oh, fake.
1: What are they doing there? Do they put an implant yeah. in Yeah, and there's
3: sh- different ways because now they, they do implants. Oh, so now them they, they also. shit. Yeah. Huh. So some people, they actually do it called Sculptra, and it's, a, it's better for you. It's an implant that, that actually gets your body. To produce its own Well, no, it's not an implant, it's a filler. Sorry, it's a filler. Yeah. And it goes into the area and they inject in all the areas and it makes your, your body will produce its own like collagen and it like will fill up. But it only lasts
2: for a couple of years.
3: Or I mean, or longer depends on the person. Why not just
1: get juiced up and squat heavier?
3: <laughs> I've also the <though>, okay, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, like you <laughs> want to get gonna, a bigger ass. Why not just just I do am gonna tell you, I am
3: gonna tell this. This is a secret.
4: Oh, Sort of breaking oh. news. No,
3: you can't do that. It's kind of a secret. Oh, okay. I'm going to do I a kind of say. secret. I know what you're going to say. There was just a time where you want, I'm not going to say butt. which doctor, but a doctor. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was asking, cause I've had, I mean, I had my boobs redone. It's the only thing I've had done. And I just asked about butts and like all the different thing girls, girls do for butts. And he's really great. Very honest, this doctor. And he also like, you know, on the aside from like our appointment was just saying, are you know, showed me a woman that he knows her butt is, in, was incredible. And she's like a fitness person. And I was like, okay, how did you get it like that? Like either what exercise did you do? Did like, you
1: get to give it a squeeze?
3: No. Cause it was a picture in my mind. I squoze uh, Jane, it. Can you come by the in office? Someone needs a cup of
1: <laughs> feel on that ass.
2: In oh, my yeah. mind, I
3: suppose it. But basically what I found out was how she built this beautiful real butt is because she was doing it. She was doing steroids and then just uh, really focusing on, just doing exercises just to build her butt. Yeah, Because my big, and I was like, yeah, eh, yeah no, nah. not no, not for me. Because like, what I always said is like, I see these girls that have these, they have the, even in fitness, outside of CrossFit, uh, everyone has the same body. Mm-mm. It's becoming the body. Mm-mm. They have the small waist, big butt, and that brown thing in little. your
1: face, you get sprung. Wrong.
2: And then I pull up the truck huh. when you notice that butt was stuck. Oh, That's something Go do drives a Honda. <laughs> make,
1: it, make it taste my Fonda. Fonda ain't got a. I was like the that Honda. My,
2: my anaconda, anaconda don't want none, none unless you got buns, hun. <laughs> you can do that sit but <laughs> please don't lose <move> that butt. <laughs> oh. I was like waiting until I actually knew the words. I was like, this was like one, two, Skip three, to the four, one, two, three.
3: <laughs> But uh, my my comment was always like, you can't have. This is an assumption. But my assumption was you can't have a butt like that and have no hamstring and mm-hmm. no quad. Right. Like, I, and, and like to me, it's like, you know, I don't have a really big butt. I have huge hamstrings. And it's like, maybe if my hamstrings are a little bit smaller, my butt, r- butt to hamstring ratio would look more like some of these girls. And well, so I found out. I'm glad out. you're so saying this,
1: that because that's well, why I keep my legs skinny. So it makes my <laughs> cock look that much bigger. <laughs> I was like, you need to work your legs more. I'm like, Maybe. are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I like I the ratios. That? I why like
2: the proportions. I do that? There. Same thing. I'm like, my vagina is huge. <laughs> I get my legs really <laughs> yeah, big. Yeah. My vagina yeah. looks so oh, small. My leg's really skinny. So my vagina looks ginormous. <laughs> Anyone can hit oh, a yeah. huge uh. labia.
3: <laughs> But yeah, I was like, uh. And so when I found that out, I was like, honestly, thank you. Like at least I just, I now know what a lot of people right. like, that's what the girls are willing to do. And it comes down to like, what are you willing to do?
2: Right. How it bad, how bad do true. you
3: want it? And I'm like, you know, not that bad. Not, the bad. not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. Because I saw your face and I don't want that. Oh.
1: <laughs> Ooh. They get the Steroids, okay? okay. Yeah. Or
3: it's like, yeah, it's too like, too you get like the back zits or yeah. Really? It's like Bacnia. you start to see it in like their, the right.
2: jaw. Facial
1: dysmorphia. Uh, what are they called? Dysmorphia?
2: No, that's no. like when you look in the mirror and you see something different than what you think I, I have facial dysmorphia.
1: Acromegaly. Acromegaly? Those. I'm spit out of the game so <laughs> long. I, <ain't> totally <laughs> wrong here. I used to know what that was called. Yeah, it's, it's basically where your your growth plates start realigning. So when you see that like.
2: Like very like Like manly a cro magna
1: man. Like they start looking like. The back in the evolutionary. Well, it's kind you know, of how kind of you
2: just said that. Can I just tell you? I'm sorry. We all, we almost have to like end this. Yeah, because I need another drink. I know. I'm sorry. But can I just tell you right now? Yes. I was just. We were talking about 23andMe earlier. Uh-huh. There is a part in there where it tells you like, did you look at your Neanderthal? Dude, I am Neanderthal. I am Neanderthal. Do you know what it told me? Mm. I am more Neanderthal than 57%. That's like me. Where's of, my phone? 57% of all like 23andMe no, customers. I'm, and customers. I'm a really high percent of Neanderthal. Well, and then in my, just my, my DNA group, which is like, I think there's like 357. It says, you're the winner. <laughs> I'm the most Neanderthal. Of everyone in three hundred fifty-seven. So when you say crow magnet, I was like, oh my god, do I have like a giant forehead and, a giant <laughs> lip? and like, 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 What does that mean? And Let you me- know what it meant? It meant I had I was more likely to have straight hair, not sneeze after eating chocolate, huh. had to have height, wow. and then there was a, a fourth one, but I can't remember what the name was, what or what or what the trait was. Yeah, I was, but it was so I was funny, to me. Neanderthal.
3: And I want to see was, which one of us are
2: more Neanderthal. I, I've had my phone I We'll
3: check after this. No, okay. We'll tell you guys we'll next check. time. Yeah, but important. I All but right. I also found out on my 23andMe that I was very highly, Um. oh, uh, what is that group called? Haplogroup? Through my haplogroup, yeah. I am de- a descendant from, oh, God. Who are the guys that like, uh, the Vikings? Vikings? Yes. Vikings. I oh, I can, Viking. yeah. I can see yeah. that. I can see that. Oh, uh, yeah, and then you and were saying you were English-Irish
1: English-Irish I'm so. actually related to King uh, Louis Fourteenth. I think it's, it's really? got like a picture of the king like oh yeah here's how you're related so that's oh, kind of cool damn. Really?
3: you know what the scariest
1: thing about 23andMe is see what? you never have to experience this because you're, you're females every week it sends me an email and it says, ding, ding, ding. You have new DNA relatives. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As a no, man, one, it's
1: the scariest oh. <laughs> fucking thing ever.
2: I'm like, oh, God. Because you're like, you're like oh, shit. I do do I have some I other op- kids out I there? I open
1: it up. And like every time my heart starts racing, I start sweating a little bit. I'm just waiting. I'll be on like Sally, Jesse, Raphael. I'm like, daddy. I'm
2: like, oh. Oh, my God. So what's so funny is I was just talking to somebody about this. This happened to somebody I know. Well, through the grapevine know. And he actually bought kits for his kids. They all did it, and then it started because it'll tell you again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they say it gets gets even better if the more people in your family, right? They get more information. But he gave it to his kids. All of his kids did it, and since they're like he did it and his kids did it, there were some other people that became also fifty percent related to them, which means that they share a parent. Mm. So he found out that he had parented other children with someone else besides the kids that he gave the kids to mother. Right. And it was like So yeah, so, so, it's, yeah, it's so I understand that. Yes. Yes. I obviously
1: familiar <laughs> drama.
2: <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> 23
3: and right.
1: me. Crazy. Stay away.
3: Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, right, after, right, families, after, right right after right after I did it. People were, you know, talking about I mean probably like Bill Burr, which I love, comedian. Talking about like 23 and me and why not to do it. It's like you're just giving your DNA <laughs> to the government. And I was like, "Oh. Oh well. Oh well.
2: <laughs> it's done. I do I'm it a Viking, anyway. so I'm going to do it yeah. anyway. I'll do it anyway.
3: Yeah, I'm anyway. very Swiss, both my parents. And and then in Switzerland, like Swiss German, uh, you have got, you know, French, Italy, Germany, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm very Swiss German, um, Irish German, and English. Irish German, English. You're also very white. I'm very white. <laughs> but I'm a Viking, so I am. <laughs> so you're um, cooler than me? Yeah. yeah
2: okay. <laughs> They're badass. The thank Vikings. you. Thank you. You
3: know, they went into places and just, like, killed That's all scary. the ugly people. I remember, I remember what Annie told me that one time. Yeah.
1: The Vikings, actually being in Iceland, you can go through the whole history and, like, the original Vikings and, like, survive on Iceland. Have you guys been there?
2: No. no. Oh, my
1: God. You'd have to be a tough SOB. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. Imagine Hawaii. Right. With no trees and no vegetation. Okay. And freezing cold all the time.
2: Right now with my <laughs> No house, wonder. they sounds amazing. badass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: everyone's like oh it's the yeah. best place so i was like uh, i'm brown like we don't do good in that environment like i need a warm beach and warm water and
2: dolphins i and want like,
3: like a pool and yeah. a
2: cocktail I'm trying yeah, to show off this 13 exactly yeah yeah my 13 comes yeah, knocking quick yeah. like get me the
1: fuck out of here
2: it just dominated all There's the only one reason the we showed
1: up on this island and it wasn't to be uh yeah yeah anyways.
2: no i get yeah. it all right well all right we covered a lot yeah we, we did come back did. just real quick um you we're coming back? Yeah, but just for the end. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were like cutting to a commercial and coming back. No. Oh, wow, man. We got a long <laughs> way to go. We do have commercials when I record after this. I think um, this drink just kicked in. Yeah. All right.
3: You've been through a lot. You yeah. had your chiropractic office. You started from the bottom. Now you're here.
2: Nope.
3: Yeah. You're a rising star. That was my... <laughs>
1: rising star. <laughs> um,
3: what <is> maybe some, <laughs> oh, yeah. What's maybe some advice that you could give to not only us, but our listeners, um, like business advice? I know that's like a very broad question and I have a really hard time with people when people ask me questions like that, but maybe just very specific for people that are starting something new that, you know, they would love to own a business. Yeah.
1: Um, surround yourself with good people, you know, check your ego at the door. So don't be afraid to bring on people that are smarter than you and are more, more talented than you. It's necessary to, to grow. Um, choose a single target market. You know, too many people try to go too big too soon or too broad too soon. Choose a single target market, whether that's a specific niche or that's a specific geography. But, you know, make it work with one person or one store or one whatever and then 10 before you try to make it work for a million. You know, Um, those are probably the two biggest things when you're when you're first starting out.
3: Great advice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming over. You're fun, man.
2: Yeah. You're super fun. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I knew yeah. that. You didn't know that? I mean, I already knew it, but I'm just saying like, this has been like super fun. Oh, it's also like one of my favorite um, podcasts so far.
3: When is, I know that your last, um, little get together that you threw, I was going to come and I was out of town. When's the next one?
1: So it's always first weekend in October. We have, uh, this year we had 24 DJs, about 100, 105 people. Wow. Um, went for three days. We officially start Friday, but it kind of started Thursday. We officially end Sunday, but it didn't end until Tuesday. <laughs> so I scheduled some buffer days. But no, incredible music, yeah. some of those talented DJs uh, all around. We had two people from two DJs from Hawaii come out. Um, you know, DJs from the East Coast. It was it was epic. We had How a light fun. show. It was fucking it was it was probably the be- it was the best year. Wow. It was, it was,
3: can you make next year the best year? Because <laughs> I'll come next year. So
1: we keep doing, keep Perfect. up leveling.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, thank up you and for up. coming and, and chatting with us and dealing with our very off the cusp. Yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: our obnoxious <laughs>
3: our obnoxious our obnoxious uh I don't know selves. Yes. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we can chat soon. All right. And you I did actually want to ask him a question. <laughs> yeah. When you launched the CBD product, you yep. said you're sold out. Yep. What was, how fast did you guys sell out? Two days. Wow. How, how many, how many? Uh... We did
1: $170,000 in two days, I think. Wow. So we sold out of our entire production run. So uh, anyone out there, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, we've gotten you your order, but things are taking. <laughs> it's going to show up. We're literally producing as fast as we can right now. Yeah. So forgive us. It's taken a little longer uh, than we typically take to get product
2: out. Well, who knew? Who knew it would be such a hit? Huh? Yeah. Okay. For anyone that I feel like everyone here should
3: know what Fit Aid is, um, but anyone who doesn't, or maybe they do, but they are not sure where to find you guys.
2: Yep.
1: Uh, you can always go to our website, LifeAidAidBevco.com. Check us out at Fit Aid on Instagram, or if you want to reach out to me, at Aaron Aaron Hind.
3: Long that's right h-i-n-d-e, H-I-N-D-E. <laughs> yeah right thank you. Or you guys remember to
2: rate review subscribe five star rating five star warning and we'll talk to you, we'll next talk to you guys next week bye. bye
0: today's episode is brought to you by angie When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's a n g i . c o m.
4: Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with
0: peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com.